Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us, everybody. This is the Stretch Four, and we are the Bulls Outcasts. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. I was so ready after the Bulls got down to yet another 20-point deficit early to come on here and talk about this brutal road trip we have ahead and more of the same crap. And I was ready to be my cynical self and talk about Mm -hmm. the future and how nothing about this season matters other than evaluating and letting AK and Eversley figure out what the fuck to do next. So a regular Tuesday is what you're saying. A regular Tuesday. I good good for this team and and thank the Lord for Billy Donovan because if not for Billy Donovan this team crumbles and caves and is sitting we have to see a sulking Zach Levine on the sideline while Felicio and Cornette are out there mopping up fourth quarter minutes and we're down by 30. What an amazing <laughs> response from this young team to come back from a 20 point deficit on the road against a team that has this kind of talent on it and say, you know what? No, we're not done yet. Wow. And shout out to Weston for that tip. Thank you, Weston. Good looking out, my friend. But yes, seven Bulls players in double figures. Like John said, that is Rick Carlisle stuff. Like, that is awesome. That was a great – I mean, it was just fun to watch. They got down 20 and already, like Matt said, he was ready to come in with the doom and the gloom because he was already dropping it in there. He was ready to go. And then the Bulls went on a 13-0 run. Like, it was just the fact that they responded to it, man, because we, we've been so conditioned these past couple years that when they get down like that, we're pulling out the bottles of liquor because we're so used to this. Like, we, we're pulling it out, ready to go. Not this game, man. It was something different, man. Like, the, the stabilizing defense they had in that second quarter, especially with Dad and Temple when they came in the game. And, of course, I'm not saying Portland didn't go cold because they definitely did. But the stabilizing defense that they had, man, and they were shutting those guys down. And it was one and done on those shots, which is always super important. It should be one and done. No offensive rebounds, because that's what Enos Cantor does, is get really good offensive rebounds. They were was, they was shutting that down, man. He couldn't handle it. Zach Levine, being a facilitator in the first half, was nice. I wanted him to score. I wanted I wanted to see buckets. But I liked it, and I wanted to see it. And he did it in the second half. So I liked that part of it, man, because I wanted to see guys how he responded after that 39-point game, and he showed back up in this one. What did he get? 18 points, four rebounds, nine assists, and two blocks. But he hit the game-winning shot. That was the biggest shot, period, right there, man. That's what a star player is supposed to do for your team. I mean, John, what what can you say? Fantastic. We felt like a real team. We were down 20. We came back. How fun was that? We had – Zach was a playmaker, not normally a playmaker. Denzel was making plays. Garrett Temple was hitting shots. Uh, that was pretty good, even though I do think a little too much. Um, Kobe, he got tired. He got tired. Old, old man Thad got tired. Yes. They just fly across the whole country. Um, he, he played 23 minutes tonight. So. Thank That's you, Jordan. Twice as many as his average night under Jim. Twice, truly, it's true. Kobe was Kobe was gritty today. He was he yes. was in the mix. He was getting re- rebounds. Like anyway, this was just. That's a tough place to win, too, the Rose Garden. They're full strength, like, except right. for Zach Collins. Obviously tougher when those Blazers fans are packing the place, but even still without that. Like, I, call, I call Blazer fans circle nerks, and they were not there, and it helped us. So the circle nerks weren't there. Um, my friend. And, John, you were, you were right. Like, the rebounds. Kobe White with 21 and 10. Yeah, 21, 10, and 5. Like he was on a mission. Unbelievable. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's your that's your point guard out there. 
And I said it in the first quarter. Like, he was having a really good game. Like, he wasn't forcing stuff. Like, he just looked like things were coming to him, and the game was kind of slowing down for him. And, I mean, he was just making really good plays. I mean, he had what? Two, he had only two turnovers. Like, we have like yes, that's improvement. That's, that's the stuff we're supposed to be looking at. And, yeah, it, it just – the game was easier for him tonight. And you thought it would be harder because of the guys that he had to go up against. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying he didn't do his thing on defense or nothing like that. I'm saying his game, I thought it would struggle because of the guys he had to play against, but it didn't. It elevated it. And that's what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to elevate when the competition gets tougher. And so I'm proud of him and how he played tonight, man. He he had an awesome It looks like it was not fun to play against the Bulls. And normally teams, it feels like, like, oh, sweet. Phew, we can play against the Bulls. It felt like this was yeah. like, oh, this is a bummer. This was hard, which was cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, Be- so- because it is a team that, unlike last season, took the first punch and actually responded wow. to it and said, no, we're, we're not done yet. I mean, yeah. to, to hear Donovan talk about that after the Bulls started the season with some games where they took the punch and didn't respond because that mm-hmm. was their default from all of last season. It's like, oh, oh, we're down 20 again? Yeah, cool. Like, when do we take the bus back to the airport to fly wherever the fuck we're flying next? No, Donovan said they need to figure out within themselves how to respond to this. And unlike Jim's preachy bullshit, whatever Donovan has been saying to them has actually worked. They're locked in. He, like, combined with whatever coaching strategies Donovan's using as far as, like, talking to these guys, and then also his rotations, even shorthanded. You know, you're, you're down Sato, you're down Lowry, two key pieces. He has still found ways to make rotations that work where, yeah, the starting unit's young, they're inexperienced, and once again, they got down early tonight. The second unit comes in, Thad gives you some good early minutes, uh, you know, uh, Garrett Temple. I, I thought the defense of Thad and Temple in particular in that second quarter was the difference. Like, Yes, the Blazers went cold on that run where the Bulls went on that 14-0 run and got back in the game, but the slight defensive adjustments that those two guys made, doing better jobs getting around screens, Thad Young doing a better job stepping up and challenging some of those high screens as opposed to Wendell who was sagging back. Like, veterans off the bench who know how to play. Like, John, you said it while we were watching the fourth quarter. Veterans who know how to play basketball are are making all the difference because – they are actually not miserable because the veterans last season who could make a difference were like, yo, F this coach. I'm not doing shit. Yes. I, it, it was – It was last year, Boylan was Ryan from the office trying to get sales from the website and being like, congratulations <laughs> on the sale. Did you do it to the website? And they're like, no, but I got a sale. Like, do it the right way. And they're like, ah, oh, like I, the way I do works. Like, and it's – it was just this is a gritty, gritty win, and that's a it's a team that was full. They didn't rest people, like, like, you know that that was the Blazers' best punch tonight. But right. unlike the Dallas game, where you're like, okay, we beat Dallas, but like we didn't really beat Dallas. But it still count. Right, but you still beat, right. you still beat them. But like, you, but the best players played as opposed, like, and that feels good. Like mm-hmm. they didn't feel the need to rest against the Bulls, which is like, yeah. um, that was awesome. Mag- Wag said P. Will and Carter played some nice rim defense. We'll, 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 exactly what we'll, we'll get to Patrick right. Williams in a second, but Big Dave, you said that this was your favorite Wendell game of the season so far, and you, a few nights ago, were out here pounding your fists saying, start Gafford, start Gafford. So yeah. 
what did you see yeah. about Wendell tonight, especially <laughs> after that rough start where he had three early fouls? Yeah, and and, and let me state that like I I haven't changed. Like I, I still would love to see Gafford in the start lineup, but this is my team, and I don't want to see Gafford be bad, and like I don't want to see Wendell be bad. You know what I'm saying? I want them to get better and say, "Shut up, Dave! I should be starting." Yes, great, wonderful. <laughs> I do that. I would love to see more of this. He had a game where he had 24 and 13, and John and I and I thought that was a good game until John and you accurately pointed out he was playing against smaller people, and I was like, "Wow, that didn't even cross my mind." He is playing against smaller competition, so he's used to being the bigger guy on the court. And when I watched the game again, that's exactly what it was. This game, I loved it. This was my favorite one. He's going against Nurkic, who tried to abuse him from the start. So you saw him get those three early fouls. And real quick, another shout-out to Billy Donovan, guys, because there was a moment after he got that third foul, you saw him when the horn when the horn stopped, when the horn blew, you saw Wendell Carter Jr. There's a shot of him looking over right to the bench. Just look right to the bench like, oh, man, I'm about to come out. I'm sure Gavin's coming in. And he just looked and he was like, oh, oh, okay, I'm staying in. <laughs> All right. Like instilling that kind of confidence in Wendell Carter Jr. is huge because that's been his biggest problem is passing up on shots, not getting back on defense, being a little aloof out there. He was none of that today. Nope. He was aggressive. It was I wasn't even caring about the shots he was missing. It was the fact he was taking them. That's what I've been screaming about. He's getting the ball on the pick and roll, and it's and he shot it with confidence, and it looked good. And I said, "Fine, that's great. That's that's great. This is what I want to see." So when a couple of those started falling, what did you see? He started going inside. He started trying to make moves inside. Started trying to go lay it in with the left or the right. He tried to. He showed what why everybody loves him so much, which is that variety of offense that he can present. And then he goes and he blocks Nurkic's shot, and we're like, "Wow, you can jump." We didn't know you could tell. Like, for real. We were excited about this, man. He he dealt with that, and I said, man, he's going to have to get in the ice tub tonight because, you know, Nurkic Whoa. was trying to put him man, through the ringer. But he took it. And- he took it tonight, man, and he dished it right back out. Like I said, only 13 points and five assists and three rebounds. But the way he played is why I was so excited. This was by far my favorite gift of – uh, John, our uh, our local Wendell non-believer, what are your thoughts on the game yet? Tonight? That is so rude. I, can I just <laughs> say, just saying like we should try something else doesn't mean like I'm burying the guy. Yeah, right, like, right. It just so means I have imagination. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like the fact that people are like, no, nope, no thank you. You're like, <laughs> it's such a weird thing. I loved it, man. I thought he was so good. Like I thought he was – I thought he was fantastic on D. He's never going yeah. to be the focal point, and he also didn't force it. He, there was a lot of things he passed up by, like giving little shuttle those picks and shuttle passes, picks and shuttle passes, like which got the guards going. I just and got auto going. Like I, yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know who I would pick to give the game ball to. I think you can make an argument for a ton of people. Like, um, I think Otto would get it. Maybe Co- like Kobe, Zach, but I do think. Wendell is in the running for like who would get the game ball. He was great. I mean, when he is not thinking, he's good. He just need to get out of his head and just play. And yeah, um, you know, you, you could also argue Levine for the shot I mean, I, that was the shot. And 
eight, you know, not not an offensively dominant night for Zach. Only 18 points, three of 10 from downtown. He hit the three that mattered, and he kept the Bulls' offense. How many assists? Nine, nine, he finished with nine assists. Awesome. Eight of them came at halftime. Mm. So it, it was sort of like the playmaking version of our previous game where Zach had, you know, 21 in the first quarter. He had 29 and a half, and then he only finished with 39. Eight first half assists, finished with nine, but he did what he needed to do to get the win. And to me, that is is another big thing um, for, for Zach and for the team, because we were kind of joking around in the thread as that game was tight. You know, uh, Dame hit four straight free throws after two empty back-to-back Bulls possessions, and it went from 106-100 to 106-105. And I'm sure all of us were sitting here thinking like, oh, God, here we go. Instead of the self-fulfilling prophecy that I think caused this team to lose so many games last season, where it's like, well, we're going to find a way to lose this because we're losers. <laughs> Zach, Zach, no, like truly. I, I agree. truly feel yes. like that self-fulfilling prophecy was I'm, a part of the problem last season. When they were in so many winnable games, not winnable, should win, and found a way to lose. Like you said the other night, John, you know, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Tonight, we had somebody say it like, Zach, please, no ridiculous long three. Don't dribble it off your foot. And we were all like, yeah, that's a fair comment. Zach takes and makes a big three after a tough night shooting. And it's like Zach and all these guys are like, you know what? We're done losing these close games that we can't win. I think it's probably going to be more fun if we win them. Yeah, That's such a great – we're not losing. Like, you're right. That, like, that's a real thing. Like, when you feel like, you, when you feel like a loser, you're a loser. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we, there's so many good comments. Marlon says, Wendell, pick and roll, D needs a lot of work. Yeah, but everyone on this team needs pick and roll because they, they, they had a year of trapping. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. To do. Uh, Nikisha says, team actually looks like uh, they believe in themselves and the coach. 100%. Thank you for the tip, but 100%. Like, Billy yeah. Donovan. Billy Donovan probably gets the game ball. Like, yeah. How, it is amazing how more relaxed I feel. And, uh, Give another game ball to Garrett Temple. Um, somebody, somebody in here said, didn't know how uh, uh, Greg said, didn't know I'd love Garrett Temple this much, by the way. Garrett Temple led the bench with 28 minutes tonight. Five of 10 from the field, four of nine from downtown. There you go, Garrett Temple, uh, adding three steals. I mentioned how he and Thad really clamped down defensively in the second quarter when the Bulls made a run to get back in it just the quality veteran presence of somebody who knows how to play against different offensive sets. Garrett Temple's been in the league a long time. He's played this Blazers team a bunch of times. He knows what Damon and CJ are going to try and get going, uh, you know, when they get the ball across half court and did a, the, like the best of anybody tonight, wrangling that high screen and roll game that they love to play. And yeah. it's like just veterans, veterans who know how to play. When when the Bulls signed Garrett Temple and he was the one free agent signing, most of the fan base is like, oh, wh- what? Like, what the hell? Come on. Like, you know, oh, the, the poke do something meme. Like, what did you expect? We were going to go sign Anthony Davis? Come on now. The Chicago Sun. Garrett Temple was such a smart, smart signing for this new front office because look at the kinds of differences he makes. They're small. They're not flashy. They're not box score flashy. But when you watch his contributions and you see like, oh, the Bulls are coming back into a game with Garrett Temple on the floor. The Bulls are taking control of this game with Garrett Temple on the floor. And you know and you know why everybody's so excited and, and why we're excited about it? It's because it didn't feel like a fluke win. It didn't feel like just, oh, man, you know, they, they fell into this when they stumbled into this. 
like the Blazers handed it to them. No, they went out there and they ran plays. There was schemes. There was defensive schemes going on out there. They played NBA basketball and won a game on the road. Uh, and, and at a time where we had Will Purdue on here, and he was like, you know, realistically, I don't know if they can even win a game on this on this trip. <laughs> it was like, you know, and the only difference between, listen, the, the only difference between being a realist and an optimist is time. So, because time is going to be the one that tells the truth. And tonight, it was for the optimists. It was for the people who thought they would get that one, like me. I thought they'd get one. But I'm just so happy that they show people like, yo, man, no, we can play this game. We're getting better. And it's going to start clicking. It's going to start gelling. And you you guys hit it on the head about Billy Donovan because just seeing the demeanor, the calm demeanor, he hasn't changed his demeanor, and he has been straight up. He said it after the game that Zach had. He wanted to see him be more aggressive. He said, I want you to do it every game. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see you do it some more. Like, that's what it takes to be that star in this league. And we saw Zach come out and he's and the shot was off, but his aggressiveness was being the facilitator in the first half. Because yep. even in the second half, like you said, he had eight assists. Having only one assist lets me know in the second half, lets you know yep. I'm trying to score. He was trying to, you know, take the ball to the bucket and put the ball in the bucket for people. So for the for the team, I mean. So yeah, man, it it just feels good because it felt legitimate NBA victory. And that and it just didn't feel like a flip. And the other thing, you know, you mentioned again how much of a difference noticeably that Donovan made tonight. Um, it is a trickle-down effect, truly. I truly believe that. G. Witt in the comments said, I noted, talking about Garrett Temple, I noted Temple coaching Kobe on the last inbounds play. Shit like that makes a difference. And it wasn't just Temple doing that with Kobe. At halftime, after the last play before halftime, Right after the halftime buzzer, Thad pulled Pat Williams aside and said, hey, man, let me whisper something to you real quick. And he was talking through the last couple of possessions at the end of the second quarter. Like, that kind of stuff doesn't happen with your leadership committee, your your, you know, your veteran <laughs> locker room leaders, whatever you want to call them. If they aren't buying in, but Billy Donovan is clearly a person that Garrett Temple and Thad Young respect, so they will in turn – say, we'll do our job. We're, we're, playing, we're playing bench roles on this team as 10-plus-year veterans in the league. We got a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 21-year-old out here starting, but because we respect what you're trying to do, we will do our part to impart our wisdom on these younger guys. And that didn't happen last year, and you know why it didn't happen? Because Jim Boylan. That's why it didn't happen. And, and, and one quick thing before we go, like Patrick Williams, what he did tonight, it was awesome. The man looked awesome tonight, man. Just smooth, just cool, just just ice cold, man. Those three-pointers he was hitting, and you can see the chemistry he and Kobe White has because every time Kobe ran to the bucket, he was looking for Patrick Williams in the corner every single time. So they have that chemistry, man. And, I mean, he just hit key shots. It was those key, huge buckets. Uh, when Even during that comeback when they were down 20, man, he, or even when, when they were down seven, he was just those baseline threes. And they all were in rhythm, and they just all looked smooth. And his defense, of course. So, yeah, Pat Williams played – played great Paul C with the uh the great remember the titans quote attitude reflect leadership captain Mm -hmm. oh that's a good one all right guys we'll get out of here uh we're we're gonna try and keep post game short tonight because it's 12 15 a.m here in chicago and guess what the bulls are playing again tomorrow night so looking ahead i was gonna go right to you mr say the lover of the kongs what are you looking for tomorrow night we've had some up and down stuff from the kings they just got worked by steph and the warriors the yeah other they day. got worked, so they're gonna come out 
they're good. They have talent now, you know, and I love Halliburton. I'm excited to really get to watch Halliburton. I loved him in the draft. I loved him in the draft. And like, I, I, I'm, I don't want much draft stuff. So when I like, yeah, I'm like, that's all my, all my energy is going that. So I can, you know, I mean, watch breaking bad. I can't be watching some dude from Latvia. Like <laughs> I got to watch real things. I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be a tough game. Cause we're back to back and they're, they've had the time off in their home. So I let's go in. They're probably talent wise, the same as us. Let's, let's beat them. Let's do it. Good. Uh, Buddy Heald uh, will try and come out of a, a little bit of a shooting slump. He was 3 of 11 from downtown in that 30-point uh, loss to the Warriors the other night. Bulls will try to get to 2-0 and on this four-game West Coast road trip. Didn't think I'd be saying that right now. Pretty sure I was going to start this West Coast road trip with a loss to the Blazers. But good for the Bulls for pulling this one out. It's a shame that we can't talk shit to the Blazers Outsiders in a crosstalk episode oh right now God. after the way that they drubbed us twice last season. I mean, you about to hear some tweets from me, though. You better believe that. Uh, yeah, yeah, the tweets will be there. Uh, thank It'll you all here. so much for hanging out with so us this fun. late in the evening. The West Coast games are tough, but hey, the diehard Bulls fans are the diehard Bulls fans. That is us. That is all of you. We appreciate you all. We appreciate hanging out with us. We appreciate the tips, as always. For Big Dave Watson and John Sabine, I'm Matt Peck. Have a great night. 